Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey there, my friend. I'm so glad that you're with me on the podcast today. You know, one of the beautiful things about walking in the kingdom with the Lord is that He brings incredible people into your journey at the right place at the right time in order to not only be a blessing to you, but for you to also be a blessing to them. And uh, my friend Casey Hope is one of those kind of people. We actually met several years ago through a mastermind group that I was a part of and I'm still a part of. It's people that I look to in my life to really encourage me and I can encourage them in what we're doing uh, in business and online. And Casey loves the Lord. She's an artist. She's doing some incredible things. And She's one of those people that has just got an incredible testimony of God's goodness, not only how he has blessed her creatively with her art and licensing her art, selling her art, having an art business, but also how she balances all that together, has built a thriving business and still has time to really love on her family and be an incredible mom and wife. She's she's superwoman. Well, listen, you're going to love this interview with Casey. It's actually a great way for you to get to know her. She's a part of the speaking lineup for the Thriving Christian Artists Conference that we're having here uh, in Asheville in March 2020. And um, so excited that she's going to be able to to share her heart there even more in depth. But I thought this would be a great opportunity for you to get to know Casey during this podcast. So I'm going to get out of the way. And I hope that this uh, episode is a really big blessing with my friend Casey Hope. Well, hey, everybody, I'm so glad that you're with me. I've got my friend, artist Casey Hope with me all the way from Alabama. <laughs> Casey, welcome. Hey, glad to be here. I'm so glad you're here. I, I was We were saying a couple of weeks ago on Mastermind, I was just by your house down in Montgomery area. And, and you didn't come see I, me. I, I, <laughs> I was on my way to New Orleans for some good seafood. But. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we have a good seafood place right next door to the, to the studio. So come by next time you're in town. I know it. I know it. Well, listen, it's a joy to have you on. We've had the great pleasure of getting to know each other over the last couple of years uh, in a mastermind that we're both a part of for people that are doing things online uh, in business and just so great to get to hear your story and uh, that mastermind group in particular, not to get off on that, but I mean, what a choice group of people mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I think the Lord brought together for. I agree. I, mean, I agree. <laughs> really awesome. And so many of them, including you are going to be a part of our thriving Christian artists conference in, in March. And uh, I just wanted to introduce everybody to you. So Yay. So yay. <laughs> Listen, so, give everybody kind of a snapshot of who you are, what you do, because okay. you're living the life. All right. So my name is Casey Hope. I uh, am in Alabama. In 2007, I started our art studio called Pizzazz Art Studio. So I used to be a former school teacher and I love teaching school. But whenever I had my first little girl, I just felt the need to be at home and a little more present. And so um, we started just teaching art in the afternoon. And I really did not foresee that that was going to be a career change. I really just saw it as, you know, I'm good at this. Our city has a need for it. And so let's do it. And one thing led to another and classes, you know, were getting full. And then more people asked to do 
um, you know, birthday parties and adult parties. And so that has kind of evolved into what we do today, which is uh, we do uh, workshops for adults. We do after school art classes for kids. We do birthday parties and, um, and that's here at the studio. Now there's other multiple uh, different things that we do um, as far as I do some art licensing, of course, just like all of us artists just create and sell my art personally. And then about a year and a half ago, we, in addition to all of our local classes, we started teaching online. So I've got an online membership teaching ladies all around the nation how to do lettering, hand lettering. And so we teach it online and we send happy mail to them. And so it's a fun, it's been a really fun way to extend our studio experience to more people across the United States. That's awesome. I'm hoping my wife doesn't, she's outside the podcast room right now, but I'm like, if she hears about this hand lettering club, she's going to be, <laughs> be signed up because she loves the hand lettering. <laughs> it's fun. It really, it's fun. It's therapeutic. It's, you feel proud of yourself. It's a lot of goodness in it. I know it. I love it. I'm always looking, I wish I could do it because I'm always looking for that perfect hand lettered font and things that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So that's great. How did, you know, when you were growing up, did you think of yourself as an artist, as an entrepreneur, or did you, you, you said you love teaching, you wanted to go into teaching. Was it mm -hmm. more about the helping people than it was the creativity or a little bit of both or what? I knew, I always knew I wanted to do something creative. Uh, and I, I couldn't figure out, you know, in college when you're looking for a major, I couldn't figure out exactly what that was. My mom was a school teacher and she told me, you know, you can use your creativity in teaching. And she knew that I love kids. And so at the same time, I really had a pull towards the arts. Uh, but at the time I decided, you know, like, I think I can do art without a degree, but I don't think I can teach kids without a degree in the school <laughs> system. So we, we went that route all the while knowing that I'm going to do something with my art. I didn't yeah. know what I was going to do with my art. I didn't know if it was just going to be in galleries. And for a while it was, while I was still teaching, I would put my art into galleries. Um, but it's cool to look back and just to see how, God orchestrated so many different things. Like even when I was getting my teaching degree, somehow I would end up with that one teacher who was trying to start an art program at the school. Wow, <laughs> you know what wow, I mean? Wow. And so uh, just a lot of training that I got there. And, um, and I did not always think of myself as an entrepreneur. I actually, my dad had his own business and I even early on in my marriage, I said, I never want to have my own business. <laughs> and that was just because I knew it was really hard work. And I knew right. it would, I knew that it's not all glamour and there are times where it's tough. And so I said that, but you know, looking back on how God is for me, I was creating little businesses ever since I was a kid. You know what I mean? I might not yeah. have called them that, but you know, I, whenever we were wanting to babysit, people we were making up jingles and putting them on a tape and handing the tape out you know what I mean <laughs> so, so we were always trying to like market and create business one way or the other um, but sometimes it takes you a little while to kind of see how God is putting all the pieces together but I really do feel like this studio and um and our online membership just teaching art that is my sweet spot um yeah. I love creating art, but I really love teaching other people and, um, and create, I love creating experiences for other people. And, um, there is a book, oh gosh, I think it's by Max Lucado. I think mm -hmm. it's called Finding Your Sweet Spot. Yeah. Something like that. Um, and I went through that book and that book really has some exercises that will take you through childhood and, um, young adulthood and yeah. really have you pinpoint some commonalities that you start to see rise and when I did those exercises I really did see wow 
Like I've loved teaching and creating experiences for people ever since I was a little kid. Like God has woven these things into us yeah. since we were kids. And so um, that was a really cool book to, to read and helped kind of discover my path here. I love it because you have really, and I've tried to do this in my own life, really embrace the unique design that God's put in your life, both creatively and in business and in your faith journey with him. And it's like, I think a lot of people struggle to do that because we, they've kind of lived these siloed existence. You know, my, my relationship with the Lord over here and then my art over here, my business over there. It seems like for you though, this has always been kind of a, a natural convergence that you just kind of always seen your life moving all together like that art, business, faith. I mean, is that, true or were there some struggle that, with that or no that is true and honestly it was it's just an overflow of just who I am and I really didn't even realize how much they were all intertwined until you know somebody said you've never been afraid to um you know just to talk about God in your studio because and what they meant was oftentimes our pictures that we're doing at the studio are angels or, or crosses or scripture. Yeah. And that's just because that's what I like. You know, I thought I like it. I want that in my home. So that's what we're going to teach. And I never, it never even crossed my mind that I was trying to, you know, make a stand or a statement or anything. <clears throat> but, um, it was just an overflow of me. Yeah. And, um, but people did start to say, you've never been afraid to do that. And I thought, why would I be? <laughs> like, well, that's the best I, things, right? It's being naturally who you are. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, because otherwise I think it can feel really contrived or, you know, whatever. And, mm -hmm. you know, talk about this because so many people now, you know, in our mentoring program that I have in conferences, so many people have this idea that, okay, I'm going to be an artist, but I don't want to talk to people. I just want to stay in the art, you know, the studio and create and do my thing. And that somehow magically I can just go quote unquote online, or I can be <laughs> on Instagram where I can have an online business and I won't have to do anything. I just put up a website and all of a sudden magically everybody comes and my life changes. And I, when I hear this, I just laugh because <laughs> I'm like, People like us that have businesses both in person, in you know, I don't want to say in real life, but yeah, yeah. Have, you know, kind of in person businesses where clients are coming in, and then at the same time, have taken that online. Uh, I think we work harder sometimes than I people agree. Just, I agree. I have said it a million times. I was like, I feel like I can connect with people so much better in my studio and then you go online and it takes another degree of effort to um to try to get to know them to try to inspire them and encourage right. them and um and help them to put into action what you're teaching it is it's definitely a different level and um i'm really glad that we have things like our mastermind doing it together because i yeah. think it would be well i know for sure like i've tried to do it years 2013 is when I first started trying to teach online, like on a blog, blog spot, and you'd have to have a, a little password to get I to it. I remember that, right, and, right. Uh, and, you know, and it was not successful, but I'm so glad that I started because I was learning little things along the way. But what I've seen is with good coaches and good mastermind and surra surrounding my people, or I'm sorry, myself with people who are kind of doing the same thing, it's helped so much. That's what's going to be awesome about about the conference coming up because those people that are coming will be able to surround themselves with other like-minded individuals. And that is what has pushed us forward for sure. If I think there's just a dynamic in God's kingdom is that we're always to be 
reaching up to people that are further along than us, but also mm-hmm. at the same time reaching to the side and back to people that are not as farther along. Cause you can mm-hmm. always share what, what you've learned, but you've mm-hmm. also got to be open to what, what God's got. That's I'm the same way. I love the mastermind that we're in because I love, you know, so for leaders like us that are not only leading things in ministry, but also in our businesses and family and all that, you tend to get into this place where everybody looks to you all the time. And it's like, can I just have a group of people where I'm not in charge, where, <laughs> where, where I can just I be mad, you know? Answers, yeah, where I have got a lot of questions, yeah. That is so key. And I think for all of us on our journey, I think God continually stretches us to continue to reach out and, and mm-hmm. grow. And mm-hmm. that's something I, I just really respect about you in particular, Casey. You are not just a great artist and great entrepreneur you're a wife, a mom, you're involved in your city. I mean, you are doing a lot. How in the world are you (laughs) balancing all of this? And what does that, what does that feel like? How does your husband and kids fit into all this? Yeah, I, the biggest thing that I've done to try to help, because it's not, I mean, you know, it's not always a perfect balance, but um, getting help, 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 help. (laughs) That is the only way to do to do it all, in my opinion, if I am building a team, right? I mean, building and I'm, yes, a team, you know, I just, I listed off what we do, but when you think about what I listed earlier, our after-school classes, we have somebody else that helps teach those, our birthday parties, we have people that help teach those, you know, art licensing, that's basically, you do it and you give it to the company and they do it for you, you know, so there's a lot of things that um, my hand is in, but does not mean that I have to do everything all the time because there's just no way. And whenever um, we first started the studio, I foresaw that. I knew, you know, I was teaching all the classes in the afternoon, which was great when my kids were babies because I was home with them all the time yeah, sure. when they were little. And then their dad, you know, my husband would come home and keep them and I'd go to work and it was fine. I'd work a couple of hours. Well, now they're in school. So I don't want those after school hours for me to be gone all the time. And so we've put into place teachers here at the studio um, so that we, so that I can be a, a good mama too. So I would just definitely say, get help even like you're, even if you don't think you can afford it, like we have grown into every time we have brought more people on at first, it was a stretch and it was a little bit of a sacrifice, but I will always sacrifice a little bit of money for a better quality of life to be with my family. And then eventually, you know, we catch up and we're, and we're good. But, um, even honestly, recently hiring, um, just help kind of personal assistant wise, I took my calendar and I don't, you know, my daily calendar, and I started doing this exercise of just writing down everything on my to-do list. And then I would go and I would just star this, what if I had a virtual, or not a virtual yeah. assistant? What if I had an assistant? What if I had somebody to help me? How many of these things could somebody else help me do? Or if I trained them a little bit, could they? And when I started starring that up and writing down the time, I saw that, hey, like there's about three hours of work that I could give somebody. And once I realized that and that that was a pattern, then, you know, we just started kind of putting the word out there and got, you know, to begin with just a college student that had some extra time in the summer and she would come in and help me with these things. But that's a huge, when you can take three or four or five hours off of your plate that somebody can run errands or check email or make calls, (laughs) like it's huge. And to me, to me, that is the only way that we have been able to have any sort of balance. I love what Michael Gerber says in his, that book, The E-Myth. He says, you know, most entrepreneurs are great technicians that are suffering from an entrepreneurial seizure. 
And <laughs> it's like, you know, we get into this, whatever our entrepreneurial venture may be for us as artists, you know, so we get into this because we're great at the art, you know, but then we've got to grow into the business. And if you're not careful, you can just grow yourself uh, into a much deeper hole than any job that you've ever had. And I think mm-hmm. I, I'm the same way. I'm very intentional about what are only the things that I can do and where can I bring in help? Because at the end of the day, to me, being an artist and an entrepreneur is not just obviously about the money, uh, which is a great benefit, but it's also about living the lifestyle that you want to live. And that for, I think us as creatives and believers means space and time for us to do other things that we feel like God's called us to do and spend time with our, our friends and family and really enjoy the fruits of, of what God's blessed us with, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to, it just goes back to just being a good steward, you know, a good yeah. steward of what God's given you, including your time and your family and your business. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, your lettering club, uh, you started that what now? How many years ago? I think that's just a year and a half. Just a year? Uh-huh. I remember you saying on a mastermind call, just the, the beautiful experiences that you're seeing people have there. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, yes, you're teaching lettering, but there's also this incredible connection that people are having with other people and with the Lord. And uh, talk about that a little bit, because I know that that for you as somebody that's endeavoring to do the thing that God's put on their life to do, mm-hmm. that's really got to be so fulfilling to see people encountering the Lord in mm-hmm. the context of what you're doing artistically. Absolutely. I mean, that is I mean, that's going to make your life better than anything <laughs> right is, there, is, right. is growing that relationship with Christ. So if I can teach you to letter, great. But if I can, um, you know, introduce you or show you ways to have a deeper relationship with God, then I mean, that is just the ultimate. And so within the lettering club, we are wanting to letter things that are, when you slow down and you're lettering, things get stuck in your head, whatever right. you're lettering, you know? So if you're lettering truth and scripture and positivity, that uplifts you and it, it just, it calms anxiety. It helps with depression, but it also just fills your mind with truth. And we have just, um, it's been very cool just to, um, just to hear, you know, what people have to say just from doing things they've never done before. Maybe they've never kept a prayer journal before, but we send out a prayer journal. We teach them how to, you know, in cute lettering, just to make a few different sections of, a, um, you know, your thankful section and your confession section and your, you know, your supplication. You, we just teach them a formula yeah. that sometimes just gives people a little jumping off point. And that's not all that we do. That was, you know, one month though, that's, we sent out little journals and showed them how to do that. And so it's a cool way just to, um, just to bring art, which naturally helps to lessen anxiety. Yeah, sure. um, and then to couple that with God's truth and God's word. Like, I just think it's a, it's a really cool a cool thing to see, um, to see what, what God is doing inside there. That's so awesome. Casey, as you're, as you think now, you know, from that first blog that you wrote <laughs> on Blogspot <laughs> yeah, to, where, yeah. to where you are now, obviously the journey has, has been an incredible one. I know that there are people listening today that are, have not even written that first blog. They're in that place of, wow, I would love to dot, dot, dot whatever that mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. what would you say to encourage them today as somebody that's walked that journey and is in the middle of living a beautiful life that, that God's designed for you as an artist? I would say don't overanalyze it and just take the, mm. this, the next step 
right now. Yeah. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. Like, even if it's wrong, Blogspot was a fail for me. Okay. <laughs> but, but you know what it did? It taught me, it, it gave me the discipline to sit down in front of the camera. It showed yes. me a little bit of, well, I might need a better tripod. I might need some better lighting. Like there were things that I worked through. There was good that came from it. Um, and you know, back then I was teaching, um, like watercolor lessons to kids. So I've even kind of changed what I'm teaching. So don't overanalyze whatever that I wish I could dot, dot, dot is just start it, just start it in some way. Even if you can't do it in a big grandiose way, start it some way and you just keep going forward until God tells you to stop um, and, and pray for guidance all along the way. I would definitely yeah. say that. Don't be so headstrong of this is what I'm going to do and I declare it and I'm going to do it. Don't be so headstrong with that, but just go into it with an open, open mind of God, you know, lead me. And here I go, like <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm stepping out and, and just ask for his direction as you go. So I much of um, faith is built after you take that first step, you know? I so agree. I think so many that I was just saying this in the mentoring program the other day, so many of the frustrations that we all deal with are 99% the expectations that I had about a certain situation that it was supposed to happen this way and it didn't happen or they uh -huh. were supposed to do this and they uh -huh. didn't. And so now I'm all in a tiz about it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. if you can, if you can, like you said, not take yourself too seriously, what's God put in my hand right now, let mm -hmm. go of the, how this is going to manifest, you know, mm -hmm. in my yeah, life, yeah. Just, just, just trust him along the way. And that's yeah. where the beauty of the journey begins. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. listen, I'm so excited. You're going to be with us uh, at the conference in March. And I'm so excited to, introduce you to my listeners where's yes. the best place that they can get in touch with you find out all the stuff uh, that you're doing yeah we're pizzazz art studio both on facebook and on instagram pizzazz is spelled with a p and apostrophe z-a-z-z -Z -Z on facebook uh there is no apostrophe for the uh instagram but just pizzazz art studio p-z-a-z-z -Z -Z. awesome awesome well casey thanks so much for being on the podcast today all right thank you Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.